After a date goes wrong, a Florida man threatens a woman with a gun. A 74-year-old Florida man chased people with a knife on an electric scooter. Two Florida men fought in a chairlift at a ski resort. And a Florida woman tried to bring an emotional support boa constrictor onto a plane. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. And the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. That's right, all the weird news from the state of Florida from the week. I'm Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Thank you for being with me. I got some Florida degenerate news. Come on, let's do it. After a date goes wrong, a Florida man threatens a lady with a gun. A Fort Myers, Florida man was arrested for allegedly aiming an airsoft pistol at his date when he thought the woman took some pictures of his belongings. Oh, I wonder what kind of scandalous belongings he has. Was it his his collection of child pornography that she was taking photos of? And he was a little worried that it might get out on TikTok. These are concerns. According to the sheriff's office, the victim said she met this guy named Britton Bochensky on a social media site. The two spoke for about two days before they went on a date at Cheddar's Restaurant. Well, I've never heard of Cheddar's Restaurant. Sounds good. Sounds like there's a lot of cheese being served over there, which could back you up. So if you're going to go to Cheddar's, make sure you have a lot of fiber that day. Uh, the victim told the police that she was invited to Bochensky's home in Fort Myers and then followed him to his bedroom. Oh, boy, Bochensky is slick, smooth-talking Bochensky. Hey, so I know you enjoyed the cheese tonight. You might enjoy what's in my bedroom. Yo, oh, my personal belongings. Put your phone away. After engaging in consensual activity, it doesn't say what the activity was. We can only imagine. It being a Florida man, it could have been consensual activity with him. It could have been consensual activity with him and his pet python. Yeah. We just don't know. We have to use our imagination. It says, after the consensual activity, the woman was tired. Oh, very good. Well, someone did their job. So she went into the living room to watch TV and eat leftovers. Okay. She has some leftover cheddars. Like, why not eat that? Why let that go to waste, those cheddars leftovers? You can eat cheese all the way into the late hours of the night. Especially if you, you know, you got a little, you worked it up. You had a little workout in the consensual activity bedroom with this guy and his pet gator. Uh, the victim told the police that just as she got comfortable and the television began to play, <laughs> began to play like it's a record, a, a record album. <laughs> Come on, the TV's about to play. What are you doing messing with me? Well, anyways, as the TV was about to play, Bachensky came out of the bedroom. <laughs> I'm going to say there was a DVD involved, by the way. It's about to play. So Bachensky comes out of the bedroom. He asks his date if she'd like to see his watch collection. Ooh, really trying to impress her with his watch collection. Now, this is a Florida man, so you can imagine what his watch collection is like. Let's set the bar low here. We're not dealing with Rolex. He's got some Casios from 1982 he wants to show her. Maybe a, a Nintendo watch from back in the day. After the affairs in the bedroom, she said, I decided why not go look at his watch collection. Quote, what did I have to lose? <laughs> it's a Florida man. What do you mean what do you have to lose? Everything, your life, your dignity. <laughs> Now, at this moment, Bachensky whipped out a glass box filled with his watches. The woman told the police that she took out her phone to use as a flashlight in order to see his watch collection because it was dark. How about that? She wants to see what he's got. She's interested. Uh, the report says that Bachensky got upset when she took her phone out. He yelled, don't take pictures of my shit. 
Yep, that's the quote. Don't take pictures of my shit! The woman said she tried to explain. She was only using her phone as a flashlight. She wanted to see the watch collection. She wasn't taking photos of his fancy watch collection. At this moment, Bachensky went into his closet and came back with a gun. According to the report, he began to wave this airsoft gun at her and said, If you want to take a picture of something, take a picture of this! That's when the victim rushed to get her clothes on to leave the home. She told the police that Bachensky, the Florida man, continued to argue that she took pictures of his belongings and he was angry at that. So she grabbed her iPhone and purse to drive to the closest location to call 911. Good choice. The police, of course, arrived at Bachensky's home where detectives found certain items, including a case of watches, a gun under the mattress in his bedroom, and leftovers from Cheddar's. An old Florida man chased people on a scooter with a knife. Frightening. Brevard County, Florida. Also frightening. A 74-year-old Florida man is accused of chasing two people with a knife while riding an electric scooter, according to the Rockledge Police Department. During a verbal disagreement, Daniel Zarelli retrieved an 8-inch blade from a drawer in his home and then actively followed a woman throughout the neighborhood on his scooter on Monday throughout the neighborhood. Um, Zarelli's alleged statements of wanting to kill the woman prompted her to run around the neighborhood. Of course, he was after her on an electric scooter trying to kill her with a blade. She's got to run. I mean, you can kind of get away from electric scooters. What do they go, like four miles an hour? I don't even know. Certainly faster than he can run. This is a case of a Florida man working smarter, not harder. Now, it says here the woman got away from Zarelli and his electric scooter. She was pretty swift afoot. I imagine uh, that's when Zarelli decided to target another man in the neighborhood, just randomly. He chased that man around a car <laughs> and down the street while still holding the knife. Okay. Zarelli slashed the car's tire along the way, uh, quote, with willful and malicious intent, causing about $500 in damages to the car. Wow. Well, a car's easier, easier to attack. It doesn't really move. It's just parked there. When the officers arrived, they say Florida Manzarelli was seen still holding the knife and actively following the man along a driveway of a residence <laughs> upon speaking to him. Officers reported smelling what? Can you guess what they smelled on Zarelli's breath? I can't imagine what it could be. Could it be mm, Satan? No, it's alcohol. Close. At this point, Zarelli admitted to the officers spontaneously. He uttered that he wanted to stab the man that he was chasing, quote, while he had the chance. <laughs> This man must have been slow. Maybe this guy was also on an electric scooter. Zarelli was booked into the Brevard County Jail on multiple charges, including instances of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, both of felonies. Now, we hope this Florida man has learned his lesson. I was always taught as a child that you don't run with a knife in your hand. You should also take note that you shouldn't scoot around with a knife in your hand either. A Florida skier has been arrested after beating his seatmate on a chairlift. Alrighty, we have a, uh, a video that has gone viral on TikTok, and it shows a skier assaulting his seatmate on a chairlift in Utah before he was arrested for the violent altercation. Uh, this confrontation happened a week ago at the Park City Mountain Resort located in Salt Lake City. Um, the video is titled Fist Fight on a Ski Lift 50 Feet in the Air. And 
As the video begins, spectators are heard gasping and shouting at the men to stop fighting each other on a ski lift 50 feet in the air, which is dangerous. The shaky clip shows the accused assailant verbally and physically assaulting the man next to him in the ski lift chair. Uh, you can hear him yell at the victim, You going to elbow me in my effing face? The video shows him throw what looks like a punch in the seatmate's direction. A spokesperson for the Park City Mountain Resort confirmed the altercation. The guests were riding the saddleback chairlift during the altercation, and someone alerted the ski patrol before they got to the top of the terminal. The statement says, now we have a statement from the Summit County Sheriff's Office. You know, safety is our highest priority. We do not condone violence of any kind at Park City Mountain. Yeah, of course you don't condone violence of any kind. But, you know, when you add a Florida man to the scenario, and I'm sure there's some booze involved, because you can't ski without some booze. I don't ski, but I see the Instagram stories of my friends that go skiing and snowboarding, and they're always imbibing before and after the snowboarding and skiing, which always makes me wonder, is this safe? You know how many people die skiing? You're going to get bombed and then ski down a hill fast? I, uh, just questionable behavior. Questionable, questionable behavior. Now, in a subsequent video that was shot upon the dismounting of the ski lift by these two men that were assaulting one another, or at least wrestling on a ski lift 50 feet in the air, uh, you can hear the 39-year-old man from Lutz, Florida, who is unnamed, explaining to Ski Patrol that the other man elbowed him in the face first. And that's what started the whole thing. Uh, the victim, they say, is a 52-year-old man, also from Florida, who denied that he elbowed the other man in the face. Do they know each other? It doesn't say. I mean, what are the chances that two Florida men who don't know each other are now together, wasted on a ski lift 50 feet in the air, fighting? <laughs> what are the chances of that? The man seen punching the 52-year-old was arrested. The other man was not charged. And this is why wherever you happen to be in the world, you have to be on the lookout for a Florida man because they've been known to not be able to play with others. Yay! A Florida woman tried to bring her emotional support boa constrictor onto a plane. A lot of you emailed me this story, and I thank you. I think it's going to go down as a classic. The Transportation Security Administration at the Tampa airport reported that the unidentified woman attempted to bypass security at the airport when she concealed her pet boa constrictor inside her carry-on luggage. I've never heard of an emotional support boa constrictor, but, you know, in Florida, this doesn't seem exactly out of place. <laughs> hey, look how emotional the passengers are about to get when they see my boa constrictor on a plane. Good idea. This lady placed her luggage through the x-ray machine, <laughs> which is how the authorities found the snake. Oh, she thought she could pass a snake through the x-ray machine. <laughs> really? Okay. Very confident woman. I would have loved to have been next to the TSA officer who was looking at this x-ray machine. <laughs> hey, Barry, come over here and check this out. This luggage is wiggling. <laughs> does, it, does that look like a snake to you, man? I think it is. Now, the TSA representative tweeted about this event. Uh, security personnel were shocked, of course, to see a snake coiling inside a passenger's suitcase, of course. They haven't identified the traveler in this story, but they've identified the snake as Bartholomew. That's the name of the snake. It's a pretty good name for a boa, Bartholomew the boa. Uh, the traveler claims this 
is her emotional support snake. Uh, I don't know why she just doesn't pop a Xanax to take the flight like the rest of us. We don't all bring our emotional support furries on the plane, man. We just, you take chemicals. That's your emotional support. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, there was no emotional support animals. You just had an imaginary friend and you talked to them and they made you feel good no matter what you were doing. You talked to your imaginary friend. They make you feel safe. I mean, and if we're going to break down the list of emotional support animals, <laughs> like this seems like a strange choice. I don't even know how your boa makes you feel good. Maybe she wraps it around her head and it squeezes out the oxygen and then she forgets all her stress. Maybe that's how the boa makes her feel emotionally supportive. <laughs> I just don't know. I'm just trying to come up with an explanation here. Now, after the TSA notified the airline that a woman was trying to bring her emotional support snake onto the plane. The airline ruled that no one could bring snakes on board. You think the TSA would know this already? It wouldn't have to ask the plane. Hey, yeah, Delta. Yeah, we got a lady trying to bring a boa onto the plane. Is that acceptable? <laughs> no? Uh, yeah, I didn't think so. All airlines, by the way, according to the TSA, restrict bringing snakes in a carry-on luggage or any container. Only a few of them actually permit snakes to travel, but they have to be appropriately packed in order to slither around in checked baggage. They have to be in checked baggage, apparently. You can, oh, that's good to know. You can put your lizard or your frog or your snake in some checked baggage. They'll take reptiles that way. You can't pass them through the checkpoint and bring them onto the plane in your carry-on. Good to know, good to know. Certainly can't walk through the x-ray machine with the snake wrapped around your neck, I'd imagine. The article ends by saying, even though this specific constrictor was not allowed to fly, other snakes have succeeded in doing so over the years, to which I'm sure if you were to ask Samuel L. Jackson what he thought of this, he'd say something like, I've had enough of these mother effing snakes on this mother effing plane. That's not the greatest Samuel L. Jackson impression, but it's it's an impression. Holding it closer, boa constrictor. I had a stressful day today. Yay! A good evening. I am the host of Weird AF News. You may call me the Count. Count Jones. <laughs> that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good count impression. I have to say, I never tried that before. Yes, I can do some voices very good. Some voices, not so much. I cannot do a Scottish accent, although I try. And I butcher Australian slash New Zealand all the time. Um, people tell me that I, I do voices very well in accents. I disagree. I disagree. I, I do them, eh. <laughs> I'm aware, eh. I have a lot of friends in the comedy community. They do voices. Like, they are pros at it. I've seen skill in that area i do not have that skill although i give it the old college try as they say um hell hell i still owe tens of thousand dollars in student loans i should still be given the college try at, at things in the world i paid for it for crying out loud i got a nice message from michelle blewett and i want to give thanks and praise to michelle who's a member of the patreon but she um she increased her monthly donation on the patreon which you can do she wrote hey jones he just wanted to say hi let you know that i upgraded to the $5 tier on the Patreon. How about that, Michelle? Cranking it up to five on the donation chart. She says, uh, this is something I've been w wanting to do for a while, and my husband, John, backs me up on this decision. Uh, kudos to John. Big shout out to John as well. Thank you, John. 
Uh, Michelle says, we both absolutely love your show and listen to it every night, although we are playing catch up with the best of episodes from 2022. Yeah, they were a little long, about an hour and 20. So yeah, you got to catch up on those. Thank you, Michelle, for listening. She says, I know you like trying different foods. Wanted to ask you if you ever tried Guarana. It's a very popular soda type drink from Brazil, which is where my mother is from. You can get it at any Portuguese or Hispanic grocery store. Um, you mean a Latin X store? <laughs> I think you mean a Latin X store. <laughs> I'm trying not to get canceled in the closet. Um, anyways, no, I've never tried that, uh, but I am. I'm open to trying it. I love to try new things. I'm not a. I'm not a big soda drinker anymore, uh, just because they're they're so sugary. Um, but I, I do. I'm a huge fan of Dr Pepper. So once in a great while, I'll, I'll I'll have just one Dr Pepper and just be like in heaven. But I would like to try your guarana. I think I pronounced it correctly. I hope I did. Um, I felt like I, it seems like I've seen that name somewhere before or that flavor. I want to say uh, guarana. It doesn't to me. It doesn't seem like a very exotic word. I know I've seen this somewhere. I want to say I've tried something that had guarana in it in uh, at some point in my life. But I'm open to it, Michelle. Thank you for the suggestion, by the way. I love getting suggestions like this. I super appreciate that. I love to try new things, as you guys know. Um, that being said, I just ordered a pickleball racket. So I'm going to try pickleball. This is the sport that's taking <laughs> the U.S. by storm. And I'm like, well, I must be missing out on something here. So I'm going to try it. My, my racket is on the way. So uh, I'm super pleased because I want to. Tr- I like to try new things, especially sports. I really dig dig uh, playing games and sports. I'll try any sport. At, I mean, I'll play any game. I'm I'm down. I'm totally down. Maybe not Russian roulette, um, which is which a tough bag that the Russians get with that roulette. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> I, I highly doubt the Russians invented it, but we just call it that. Although, what do I know? I also got a nice email from Roman Bledsoe, who's been an OG fan of the show for a while. Sends me emails occasionally. They're usually pretty funny. He wrote, uh, hey, Jonesy, Roman, would just like to say that the woman had that woman that was selling her soiled panties been a resident of the U.S. I definitely support that. Uh, and then he goes on to say why. Uh, but I'm going to skip to the end. Uh, he says, on a side note, if I had a picture of you in bed on your reflux ramp, it would definitely be framed and hung on my kitchen wall. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I, thought that, 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 I thought that was hilarious. All right, maybe I should get a photo of me laying on my reflux ramp, guys. All right, the the, the jury's the jury's finally out on it. Uh, Roman says, "Look forward to Florida Friday." Yes. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode, Roman. I also got a nice uh, email um, from Lily and Connie uh, and Lisa as well. So we're getting like we're getting some good emails. Also got an email from um, Eric or uh, Eric from uh, oh, I forget where he's from. Uh, oh, a Canadian fella, Eric, my Canadian fans. I have so many. I love my Canadian fans, by the way. Super funny, cool people. Got to do it. Got to get up there to Canada sometime. Um, also an email from J.A. Buck Williamson IV. What a cool name. J.A. Buck Williamson IV. Imagine that. It's a great name. Uh, yeah, anyways, I got a bunch of messages from people, and I, I love it. I love it. Please email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call the show, too, 646-450-2012. Uh, you can also check out my uh, Instagram, at funnyjones. That'll keep you updated on what I'm doing, when I'm performing. Um, until I go to the Bay next month, I'm going to stay local in Los Angeles. Uh, I have been posting some great clips of my stand in my opinion, pretty good clips of my stand-up on my Instagram, so you can check those out. They're short, short and sweet. Uh 
If you'd like to support the show, tell a friend or join the Patreon. How about that? Don't you want to be like Michelle? Huh? Michelle and her husband, John, backing me? Don't you want to do that? Well, go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com. Click on the Patreon banner. I hope you have a nice weekend or you had one. I appreciate you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you for spending it with me. Love you very much. Be good to yourself.